All right, duck. What are you doing? Hey, old shug. Where are you going? Who's that lad? Who's that lad? Voice notes, lad. Voice notes, lad. It's Liam. Hello everybody, welcome to episode 38 of the Voice Notes podcast, presented to you by our friends, Faster Pasta, Cambridge's premier fresh pasta delivery service. Checking in on a Sunday, how's it going? Uh, it's been quite a while actually, so I've just been been a bit meh recently, just in terms of um, getting my sort of arse into gear with a few things, so apologies for that. Um, you're probably thinking, Liam, why are you apologising? I fucking is, need the rest, but... Um, yeah, I'll apologise. I'll apologise anyway. But um, yeah, just been feeling a bit ick. Um, sometimes feel like that every now and again, and just kind of you need a bit of stick up the arse. And I just went on a walk, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to do it on this on a Sunday on the holy on on the Lord's Day. I will bring you a podcast on your day of rest. You're probably thinking, fuck. <clears throat> but anyway, what it was the last time I did was like back end of September. So it's been we're well into October now. Unseasonably warm weather we're having. Which is quite nice, actually. I'm not going to... I sound like I'm complaining, but... I'd rather it hit us. Like, last... I bought a new winter coat um, the other week. And in the fucking Mountain Warehouse, which has got... They have got some great deals. Shout out Mountain Warehouse. Sponsor me. But... Fucking... Yeah, no, it's... Uh, you won't ever wonder if the, this nice weather's going to stop. It's, it's just it's really nice. I'm enjoying it. Because so, I, I just went on a walk and I was really overdressed. I wore like a big hoodie with tracksuit bottoms and I had a hat on as well. Not a woolly hat, but I was just kind of kind of sweating a bit hot and bothered and stuff. So I've, I've changed. I've, I've taken the hoodie off. Tracksuits are still on, but nevertheless, we move. We move indeed, but... What's happened since last time is uh, there's been the Newcastle takeover, which it finally happened for the Newcastle for Newcastle and the Newcastle fans. Got to say, I'm really happy for them to be honest because they're like a team who've just been through a ton of shit. Like the fan, the fan base. I talk about a team, but like the fan base has been through like a kind of wall of shites for the last. You know, you'd probably say since. Well, yeah, since Mike Ashley took over. Um, and I can't remember, I, I won't be able to talk, because I remember when he came in, everyone obviously, whenever someone takes over a new club and he's like a millionaire, billionaire, you think, oh, it's nothing but good news for us, but it's been absolute shit for them, and like you, want, you ever wondered if it was going to happen, really, because he was so reluctant to sell, and you'd think, well, obviously no one really knows like what's going on in the on the inside, but... From Newcastle fans, obviously, they just constantly like a complete decade of frustration. Obviously, been relegated twice. They've gone back up, yes, but they um they were relegated twice for for, for and I think they are a fairly big club in this country. I think they are the famous old club. There's 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 big clubs like obviously Man United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs on those guys, and then there's like famously old clubs like and obviously there's like Leeds and Villa and stuff like that. There's like famous old clubs. And I think Newcastle are one of them. So, congratulations, Newcastle fans. They deserve it of of all the sort of fan bases. Really, I'd say in the last the last sort of decade, because yeah, they they needed some they needed something to smile about, needed something to cheer about. So, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. They're going to fucking buy everyone. It's, they're going to buy everyone. They're going to. It's be interesting if Mbappe goes there because obviously Brucey's going to be out as well, isn't he? It'd be interesting if they bring in 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 terms of. Uh, 
the man the manager. It would just be really fascinating to see how it plays out. It would be fascinating for the first few years, like the Man City thing was, because that was they were even though they were taken over, it took them a while to become like good. Because they were still like, say, I remember there was that like, tax in Sinawatra who bought them and they they came like seventh or eighth. And then they got taken over by the the billions that they now have. Um okay, Shake. Shake. I don't know his name. Um, but obviously they've and the rest is history. But it took them a while to I remember they they were for years they struggled to get like Champions D spots. It was them and Spurs. But um yeah, no. Look, oh, look. He's got the last laugh now. But um, yeah, it was gonna take a, it's gonna take a few years for them to like be really good, and like it'd be interesting to see when. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be very just the, the sort of like a proper spanner in the works. It'd be like top seven, wouldn't it? Top seven clubs in this country. So, and probably a kick in the nuts for clubs like Leicester and teams like you know West Ham. Probably more like more so Leicester, who've been in the periphery of getting that. Um, Trying to get Champions League football, and obviously they won the league a few years ago, and they're, they're still kind of they're still fairly successful. Obviously, they won the left the left cup, the the left the, the, the FA Cup last year. But um, yeah, probably a kick in the nuts for teams like that, like West Ham as well. Recently, just like gotten you know trying to break that sort of top six barrier. Wolves as well got ambitions of that, but they've they've they've, they've still got billionaire owners, so they're they I'd say they're in a they're in a better position than. Most is just kind of getting it right, isn't it? And obviously, it's just a difficult thing to get right. Villa as well, they've heavily invested. They've got ambitions because they're just they're a big club in this country. Everton as well, fucking... They've ruined everything, basically. No, um, no. congratulations, Newcastle fans. Very, very happy for them. And, yeah, it's... Can't wait for it to be... I'm going to see... Pal- I'm, going- I'm watching Palace versus Newcastle. This is probably the only, the only times I'll be able to watch Newcastle and think like, yeah, we can beat them today because <laughs> they aren't that great right now. They've got Allenson Maximum and Joe Willock. That's probably about it. They're, they're a fairly decent-ish side, but they, they don't have much in the terms of, you know, whatever. But turn this as if Palace are fucking Real Madrid. But we're a better team than them, I think. I think. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. We are. Anyway, enough about that. There's been no Premier League football this week. Um, it's just been the international games. Obviously, Scotland got a last-minute winner against Israel, the mighty Israel. Um, had to have an Englishman score it for them as well. <laughs> um, England won 5 0 against Andorra. Standards. It looked where they were playing. It looked amazing. It looked great, like the the stadium and obviously by minus the fire setting on minus the sort of stadium setting on fire. It looked quite idyllic. Is that the right word? Idyllic. Um, but yeah, I don't think like, it was just it was just a fucking. I, I, I've not seen the clip of um, the news report, and then it just like a fire starts in the background. You can imagine, oh my god! But no, they won five 0 pretty standard against Andorra. Other stuff as well, like oh yeah, fucking Tyson Fury won last night. I, unlike most people, I chose sleep ahead of watching the fight because I just can't be arsed anymore and I've got a busy week. I've, I'm up early tomorrow morning so I've got to be um, got to really uh, and I can't sleep on Sunday night so I thought I'm going to catch up on sleep this weekend which I have done I feel good energized ready to go but yeah next week I've got a really busy week and I thought I can't I'm not going to sacrifice you know just wasting my Sunday just like laying in bed most of the day so um, 
and some and this, this kind of cynicism as well, like because if you sometimes stay out for like boxing matches, they're not they don't usually live up to the hype. But this one, I think, did. But I've seen the highlights of it, and it seemed like a it, it looked like a proper scrap. It was really good. So, um, congratulations, Tyson Fury. The the he's the man. He's the fucking guy. It's going to be him and Usyk next. You hope. Um, I think Joshua and Wilder should fight. I think that would be a great. I, th- I think that would be a great fight because obviously Wilder is not a great. I'm saying this from per- some, some from from someone who's never fucking boxed in their life. Like it's shown the people. Steve Bunt says Wilder's not the greatest boxer in the world, um, and it just he's a, obviously a massive ferocious hitter. But I think um, him and like f- him and Joshua would be like a Mexican standoff of who. You know who lands first? I think it'd be that would be great. I think that would be fantastic. And then Usyk and Fury for the unification, and obviously Team Fury for that one. But uh, yeah, I think it's just it's great. It's the heavyweight boxing is, is the landscape of it is pretty good. Like I think we spoke about this in the last podcast because when Joshua lost to Usyk, like it's you have to thank Tyson Fury is the reason why it's it's kind of like this because he beat Klitschko all those years ago. Klitschko would have lost, but I think like. At that time, it was still kind of the mystery. Oh my god, you can't! He's got eleven year unbeaten run and all this bollocks. So, but yeah, boxing, heavyweight boxing, especially looks great. And um, also over in Blighty, uh, Liam Smith beat Anthony Fowler. I think it was like a seventh round TKO, and that was quite that was quite good to see. Obviously, the Smith brothers, quite a famous boxing family in this country. And Liam Liam Smith just I've always really liked Liam Smith. I thought he was just um, never never gets the, the, the one of those fighters. He just never gets the he never gets the credit he deserves. And he looks to be fair though, he's he does look like a kind of um, a fifty year old like fella. He does like he's, he does look older than he actually is. But you know he was a world champion for a bit. He fought Canelo. He's not you know obviously he got beat by Canelo. But I think. Um, for a while, like he was like the only kind of Smith brother who was um, a world champion because there's there's Liam Smith, there's Callum Smith. And I can't remember the old the older brother who fought Groves. He fought he fought for a world title a couple of times. I can't remember. He's the older one, but I cannot remember. He was he was on the side of fucking love, and he was like fucking come on. But uh, yeah, great night for for British boxing. It was great, wasn't it? It was fantastic. But um. What else has been fucking going on? There's Netflix as well seem to have upped their game in terms of stuff on there. I only watched Heat for the first... Not Heat. No. Fuck that. I've watched Heat several times. I only watched Seven. Seven! For the first time the other week. And it was great. It was fantastic. Like, this just in. It was fantastic. But I knew the ending because I'd seen so many of those... You know those clip shows where, like, 100 greatest Halloween or 100 greatest like scary film moments and obviously the... What's in the box? That moment, everyone sort of knew about that. So I, I didn't know the the film and stuff, and I didn't realize how um, little apart Kevin Spacey actually like a little screen time he has on there. But it's like, obviously presence is felt throughout the film. That was a great film. Really, really enjoyed that, and obviously just incredibly late to the party, but really good film. Well, on Netflix, there's dirt, bad sports that's on there, like the sort of corrupt corrupt sport people like corrupt sports stories the first one i watched was fucking fascinating um about like stephen headache or steven headache smith the kind of college basketball player in the 90s like the early 90s and his and his other teammates 
And there's this fucking guy from Chicago who's on there as well. He was like absolutely, it just very, very like, just a lot of money involved. They're just kind of point shaving in basketball, basically it was. I won't spoil that much for you. There's like a five-part series. The sport, the sport-related stuff on Netflix recently has been fucking great. Like the whole um, Untold series. I never, I didn't watch the Bruce Jenner one yet. I've not watched. There's a female boxer one. I've not watched yet, but I've seen the Marty Fish, and I've seen the the Ron Artest, um, Jermaine O'Neal one, where obviously it's uh, about the bench clearing blow, brench, bench clearing blow, brench, fuck me, bench clearing brawl in the Pacers and Pistons game like all those years ago. So um, that was really, really fascinating. The, the, yeah, the sports stuff on there has been great. And obviously there's the last dance on there as well, which people have obviously seen. But yeah, they've got some really good like sport, like rec- recent sport and sporting documentaries. I'd say the Marty Fish one's not... Obviously the backdrop is the sport that they play. Like Marty Fish one is about his mental health and, you know... You know, recognizing that he was there was a problem and what stuff, and he had he had to sort help and stuff. So, and then the the other one is about that. Obviously, the backdrop is basketball, but the the whole premise of the story is how you know a lot of people got it wrong. They sort of just pointed the finger at these guys, and you know, it wasn't their fault. Like anyone, if someone punches you in the face, you're going to punch him back. That's a famous quote, isn't it? But yeah, it's, Netflix have really kicked they kicked into fucking gear. Um, the only thing I haven't probably watched on Netflix, which I feel like the only person in the world who hasn't watched it, is Squid Games or Squid. Is it Squid Games? Squid Game. Um, that's supposed to be fucking unreal. Like it's supposed to be like the the baby. I, I, I can't remember the comparison. Um, this is a great podcast, by the way. But like, um, <laughs> just fucking bumbling all over the place. But I think um, I'm definitely gonna watch it. I've not seen it yet. I'm trying to like avoid spoilers, but I think is it is this just me or is it because because it's subtitled and because it's not in you know it's it's not spoken in English. It's probably harder to spoil because you see memes of stuff of like the main characters on there and like whatever the meme is, but like I've not been able to actually obviously just because some because some spoilers are completely obvious, like in Game of Thrones or in like say The Sopranos or whatever. Um, are incredibly like obvious, but this one is it because it's like subtitled and stuff? You can't really, you can you can definitely give away plots or like maybe bits and bobs of it, but not as much as maybe um, people who like to spoil things. People who like to spoil shows as well, by the way. Special fuck you and a special place in hell for any of you. I remember deleting a girl on Facebook because she ruined. She had obviously seen Game of Thrones the uh the night before like it aired in in the uk so she'd seen it she'd stayed up and watched it or maybe recorded it and then watched it the morning after so she'd obviously seen it before i and like i remember desperately i've no i think i might have been a day late actually i was desperately avoiding facebook and all that stuff and like a dickhead i looked on there got myself to blame but at the same time she shouldn't be doing this i looked on my facebook and then I saw like, oh my god, so and so. I was like, fuck, fucking hell. So I deleted her, and then um, there was a bit of an interest there at the time. So she was like saying, oh my god, how, why did you delete? Why did you delete me? I was like, because you spoiled Game of Thrones. And then she laughed at me, and called me pathetic, and I was like, I don't think I am pathetic. Is that over the line? Deleting someone on Facebook for your favorite TV show spoilers? I don't think she called me pathetic. She probably just laughed and just moved on. But like. 
I don't think I don't think that's a I think that's an unfriendable offence you know spoiling stuff like I said there's a special place in hell she should have known better but <laughs> moving on never not seen Squid Game yet kind of I don't really I like yeah, when I watch it, I'll be like, "Fuck! I should have should have watched this straight away." But it's one of them things. Apparently, you have to re- you really binge worthy. So I don't want to binge it just. Yet. I'm going to do it probably next week. In the in next week or next weekend, I'm still I've not got much on next weekend. So I'm just going to have a boring weekend. I've had a boring few weeks to be fair. Like last weekend was very family orientated. Spent a lot of time with family um, and stuff like that. But it was like a shit week. It was like weather wise, it was fucking shit. And then, but this weekend's completely opposite. It's lovely, and I've done fuck all. So just being a bit of a dry shite for the next few weeks. So until I go to Palace and stuff, and I've got a few other things on the horizon. Also on the horizon, I know it's a long way off, but my birthday in February. I'm. I want to go to Nashville. I'm now convinced. I now I am. But I've, I've been looking at flights. I've been looking at like I like any sort of sensible person. Well. That sounds ridiculous, actually. I looked on uh, see if Anthony Bourdain did a did a Nashville episode on Parts Unknown. I watched that, completely sold. Need to go. Stuff I've heard, obviously, I've been to the states before. Like my friends who had been to Nashville, they said it's fantastic. Like it's right up my alley. Like North, like very similar to New Orleans. Like obviously, big music scene. You know, food, drink, dive bars, the lot. You know, they've got a couple of sports teams there as well. Won't be able to watch the uh, the Titans if because they're. My birthday actually falls on the Super Bowl this year, so that's quite exciting. Um, so I'm gonna, what I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm gonna go to Nashville for my birthday, for my 29th birthday. I've done fuck all for my birthday the last few years. This this year it was on a Saturday for the first time in a long t- for for the first time since I was probably a teenager, and I did nothing obviously because you couldn't do nothing. It was in the middle of um, lockdown in February, so we just went for a few went for a walk and. Yeah, to be fair, it was actually a perfect evening. I got really high, had my favourite takeaway, and then watched Goodfellas. It was like my, the really really nice evening. So um, that was a, in terms of birthdays, that was a great birthday actually. But like, I've not actually done anything really on my birthday for a long time. Like purposely, I've never gone away for my birthday. I've never done this. I know it's fucking four. You're like Liam. Fuck me. It's four months away. But yeah. You got to plan for these things in COVID world. So um, hopefully I'll be able to go. Um, oh yeah, I'm I'm adamant. I want to go now because I've just I've looked at I've looked at flights. Flights aren't too bad. You know, it's just it's right up it's right up my fucking alley. I'm telling you, right up my alley. And yeah, hopefully I'm double vaxxed now, so hopefully that will give me the green light and stuff. And then you know we'll have to do all the, the checks and stuff. And but bloody blah, blah. I've wanted to go back to America for a long while, so. This seems like the perfect um, uh, time and place to go. Fingers crossed, touch wood, that we can fucking do it. Um, speaking of COVID, um, saw this week, because obviously international football has been going on this week, saw that Callum Robinson, I think he still plays for West Brom, but he's a place for Ireland, and he was in a press conference, and he's not. he's decided not to get the vaccine. Fair enough, but he's contracted COVID twice. There's probably a million... He didn't state that he was an actor because I think he's very aware that if he says he is one thing or not, the media are going to, people on um, uh, social media are going to paint him with that brush anyway. But he didn't really do himself any favours. And I thought, when I was watching it, there's like a two minute video, and I thought, 
you know what? There are some athletes who have come out. There's like um, a player who plays for the Detroit Red, Red Wings, who's quite quite an important player. He said he's not going to get vaccinated. That's his choice. Kyrie Irving for the the Brooklyn Nets has said he's not going to get vaccinated. There's a bit of a hullabaloo with that. Um, um, and who else? I think Andrew Wiggins, who plays for uh, the Warriors, he wasn't going to get vaccinated, but he's been vaccinated. So whatever. But there's no been there's not been really any um, stories about footballers in this country or sports stars. I think there's been some, but not like high profile. I think maybe. Callum Robinson's not that high profile, but he's obviously international footballer. But um, yeah, he's got COVID twice, and it kind of blew me away. His sort of comment—it was fairly ignorant, really. He was like, "Yeah," because he's lost cat on the interviewers. In the they're asking fair questions. They're like, "Do you think you're going to be able to lose? You're you, you're sort of damaging yourself by losing caps." And he was like, "Yeah, I've already lost a few caps." And he goes, "It's crazy how you know this pandemic can cause you to lose caps." I was like. Yeah, that's not the only thing people have lost, mate, you fucking twats. Like, it's just like, put things in perspective, you fucking selfish prick. So, yeah, whatever. If he doesn't want to get vaccinated, he clearly doesn't want to. And I, he's he's clearly got some scepticism about it, which is, you know, people are allowed to think what they want. Um, if you're if you're double vaxxed, if you're fully vaccinated, what the fuck do you care as well? So I think, I think about that. But I thought, because he's probably... Because you, when you look at anti-vaxxers, I've not really met an anti-vaxxer. Um, although there's a guy I work with who said he's not been vaccinated yet. And he's kind of just not really saying why he's been. He's just saying about pure laziness. But he's not really that lazy. Um, who knows? But he's, he's still sound. He's still, he's still my mate. Um, but like athletes or people who have like got a bit of money behind them. Are probably especially in America. Maybe because you have to pay for the um, healthcare over there. But I'm not sure because there's the blanket thing of like when you when you think of an anti-vaxxer, you just think of a fucking fat cunt called Dave on a toilet in you know wherever reading off his phone on Facebook, you know, thinking, oh, but you've seen these, you've seen it, like anti, like, and then he's they're always looking for like there's those people who they're always looking for one fact, like they're always looking for one fact that they can sort of arm themselves and then they just tell people about this fact and they just repeat it over and over again, so. But I thought like people who have got a bit of money behind them, like Callum Robinson, obviously quite a wealthy person who plays professional football for West Brom and uh, and plays for Ireland as well. He's probably got a bit of money behind him, and he's might have hired someone to like advise him about it, or like his people, his his team of people, like his agent. I've gotten like health advisors or people like scientists to to kind of maybe persuade him not to get the vaccine like maybe tell tell something that we don't know bloody blah, blah so who knows but when you come out with like ignorant when he came out of like an ignorant comment like that saying oh i can't believe and he was like genuinely like oh god yeah like i can't believe like you know it was no sarcasm to it or what i couldn't really tell from it so i think it's um yeah like he just came out with a pretty, fair play to him like it's just i thought it was pretty ignorant to kind of say because he's just I don't know because the well I don't know as the sort of people who who are anti-vaxxers they sort of think as well that they, they there's no such thing as COVID and blahdy blah and bish bash bosh so they don't say bish bash bosh but they um uh, they wouldn't say that after they got the vaccine but I think um yeah if, say if you are a well you're limiting yourself if you don't get the vaccine I'd say in general society but they've given they've scrapped the um passport haven't they just yeah. Get it? If, well, I'm not going to tell anyone to do what they want to do. So, 
but yeah, I've, well, I'm not going to tell anyone to. I'm not going to tell anyone to do anything they don't want to do. So, fuck me, couldn't get that out there, could I? So, need to tell myself. But um, other than that, nothing much. Shout out, Grandma. She made me a uh, a delicious chocolate cake. Went over there last week. Obviously, had a family weekend. Popped in to see her. Don't know how the conversation of uh, cake came about. And I was like, I actually haven't had one of your cakes in a while. I was like, I felt a bit cheeky asking. I was like, do you mind if you... Can I, can I have a cake? And she was like, yeah, yeah, I'll make you a cake. Lo and behold, she made me a bloody delicious chocolate cake. I've still got some, which I'm going to savour. It was fucking delicious. It was so nice. So... Because I still... When I got it, I was like... Because my dad dropped it off. And I felt a bit cheeky, like... To, randomly just to ask my grandma just to you know fucking make me a cake but hey ho she enjoyed it I hope I think she enjoyed making it I hope she did it fucking tastes like she did so it was absolutely gorgeous but yeah now it's um chocolate cake I've been chocolate caked up this week other than that just quite a boring week to be honest just nothing rich like you may think like why have you hopped on Liam I just just want to check in just want to just want to check in on you guys also, what I had wrote down as well with the um, the Newcastle takeover, I saw on because I think were they the same people who tried to take over just before the season and it collapsed? Because um, there's a, there's the woman involved. I don't know her name, and then there's the Saudi the Saudi guys who are just the big the big money guys. But um, I saw like this um, Sky Sports news clip or headline that um, Amnesty International have pleaded with. Um, Newcastle, the Premier League, to like reconsider the takeover of this, um, like the, from this this Saudi group, and I just thought of like every single Newcastle fan reading that, thinking like, shut the fuck up, man, let us be happy, you fucking bastards. Like I thought, just I just thought of every Newcastle fan, like just thinking like, would you just shut the fuck up and let us be fucking happy, man? Like when they saw like Amnesty Internet, because I know they had they they had their doubts. Um, uh, Amnesty International beforehand, and they wanted to like, stop the sale of like Newcastle. And if, you, you must have thought like, if you're a Newcastle fan, you think, "Fuck's sake!" Like, yeah, so well, yeah, I support them, but like, fucking, just give it a rest. <laughs> you probably thought like that at the time, but yeah, I thought that was quite funny. I just, I just there was probably one. There's there was probably a few Newcastle fans just thinking like, "Fucking, just let us, just please, please, just one time, just please, one time, man, one fucking time." But um. It just tickled me. I hope whatever, but it just it it, it tickled me. Um, what else, man? What else, man? Like fucking hell, fucking Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle. The fucking chocolate cake. James Bond came out as well. I've not heard much about the James Bond. If it's good or not, it looks really good. It's got a really good cast. It's really hit and miss, James Bond, because there's like a really good, like say, um, Casino Royale was really good. That was like the first Dan Daniel Craig one, and then. Quantum of Quantum of Solace was really shite, and then there was Skyfall, which was great. And I didn't see. Was there one after Skyfall? I'm pretty sure there was one after Skyfall, but I don't. I've not heard many good things from that. Um, and I don't know about this one. It just James Bond. A bit of it's a bit of hit and miss, isn't it? Sometimes, but be interesting to see the next James Bond is. I hope it's. Um, I couldn't really care less, but I kind of hope it's... Uh, I hope it's Idris Elba, to be fair. It'd be just cool. It'd be a cooler one. But um, And Daniel Craig has been a pretty good James, yeah, pretty good James Bond. I don't know how you sort of assess good James, like if you're a good James Bond or not. Like, 
he wins, doesn't he, in the end? He's, he kills the bad guy. So, yeah, you're a good James Bond. Um, yeah, there's loads of rumours who's going to be it. Like, Tom Hardy would be a pretty good one. Uh, fuck it. They, they should just give it to, like, a proper old fucking guy. Like, Colin Firth. That'd be great. Like, a really old-timey. Like, because he was, he was all action in the... Um, was that film with the... Is it called The Gentleman? He was, like... He took... He's, like takes that young guy he played Elton John he was in it as well Taron Egerton or someone like that, or Eg- Egan whatever his name is the Welsh guy um, he was in that and he was like a proper badass so uh, so maybe he should be Colin Firth he's got my vote for uh, or the bloke who plays fucking Dumbledore Patrick Stewart should be fucking James Bond fucking Charles Xavier give him give him the job give him the title but um or even just someone random like Harry Redknapp. So you, you, you know, that'd be a good one. But yeah, James Bond, like not really a big James Bond fucking fan, as you can as you can probably tell from this conversation. But yeah, anyway, um, that pretty much draws things to an end this week. Um, just checking on you guys because I thought I'm uh, on this Sunday, this lovely Sunday. Um, uh, hopefully, I haven't ruined it for you. But yeah, quick shout out to my good friends, um, uh, Jack and Alice Burford. Um, congratulations on the news that they're going to have a baby. Um, so hopefully I've not ruined it because they, well, he did, he did tell us in the group chat. So, but yeah, congratulations. Nevertheless, they're going to have their second child. Congratulations, guys. Um, happy birthday. A, a belated happy birthday shout out to obviously Rob West, um, uh, Mr. Faster Pasta or one half of Faster Pasta. So Happy birthday to you, mate, and I um, uh, hopefully see you guys soon. But hopefully you guys have a great Sunday. I hope you've had a great weekend. I hope you have a great week. I hope you guys win. Fucking smash it. Fucking get your goals. Fucking do that. Just be happy. Keep smiling. And, um, uh, yeah, hope hope it all works out for you this week. Hope you have a good week and stuff. And, yeah, hope we all win. But, anyway, have a great weekend, guys. Well, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy whatever you're doing. And uh, yeah, keep smiling. I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Once again, I want to shout out our sponsors, Faster Pasta. Make sure you guys check them out on social media. And also, if you haven't already, make sure you follow Voice Notes Podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Voice Notes Podcast. And also, don't forget to subscribe to Voice Notes Podcast on Spotify and help us grow the podcast. Any other information or inquiries, make sure you email me, voicenotespod at yahoo.com. That's voicenotespod at yahoo.com. Thanks once again for listening, guys. Keep smiling and have a great week.